Plantation SDA Church presents The Bible Unmasked. Read your Bible daily and join us every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. for our weekly discussion. From Genesis to Revelation, let's read the Bible in themes with Season 2 of The Bible Unmasked. Hello and welcome again to the Bible Unmasked Season 2, Episode 32. Can you believe we've already come this far, Dexter? Yes, I know. (laughs) And we are going to be looking today all the way in the um, first John, and we're looking at how love and light fights off depression. And we are so glad today to have Patricia with us. Welcome, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Yes. So Dexter, um, why did you um, invite Patricia to join us here today? And, and why did you choose this topic? Right. So the theme light and love, how it fights off depression. I was substituting depression for darkness. Um, and throughout the book of John, it talks about what light and love does against darkness. Um, I remember we were studying the Bible through themes. And so I, I, I'm reading through the book asking, okay, this whole thing of light and love, how does it actually help our state of low moods, feeling down? And um, Patricia is a psychotherapist. This is her second go wrong with us. She was on episode five. You want to go back and check that out. Um, so, so Patricia, I, I probably need you to kind of define um, this depression because I'm not talking about the clinically depressed. This is more low-grade depression. So speak to that a little bit and also tell us about your work as a psychotherapist. That's a big fancy title. Tell us what it means, what you do, and then speak to the definition of depression that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So like you mentioned, I'm a licensed psychotherapist and uh, pretty much what we do is to just help people to maintain and restore their mental health. And, uh, you know, using the techniques of years of schooling that we had. Um, So, but I believe that uh, God called me for this uh, profession because there is a high need for, um, to bring awareness, especially to the uh, Christian community um, about uh, mental health. And uh, as as we are going to discuss and see during this conversation, um, mental health is very much so linked to our spiritual health. So it's very important that we, that we are very intentional about our mental health because God gave us this amazing brain, this amazing mind uh, that we have to use and we have to keep it healthy too. So just uh, jumping to what you said, uh, Dexter, about the type of depression that we're going to talk about today. So it's important to let everybody know that this information is not enough for you to go around diagnosing yourself or diagnosing somebody else. Sometimes, you know, people, because again, our brain is just so amazing, this amazing instrument, we all like to talk about it. Sometimes I see people diagnosing each other, but we do need to find a professional because there are many different layers to a diagnosis of depression, so much information that is needed for you to get the diagnosis. So I definitely recommend that 
if you feel that you need some help or you even need more clarification about what you're feeling psychologically, please look for a professional that will be able to help you. So the information that we're going to provide today, we're going to be talking about uh, depression, but in a very general way. Right. So, so I want to just give a little bit of, uh, uh, um, just talk a little bit about uh, depression and uh, give a very, very general definition. And when you talk about darkness, right, that is this whole thing about decrease of interest uh, of things um, uh, when you go through depression, poor concentration, low energy, um, hypersomnia, or either you sleep too much or you're not sleeping enough. It could impact also your eating habits. You eat too much or you're not eating at all. Uh, low self-esteem, self-neglect. Uh, a lot of people really just end uh, hopelessness um, and, and helplessness. Some people really describe as being like, we hear people saying, I feel like I'm in this dark place. Right. So it's very, uh, it really falls into that darkness that you're talking about, that the book of John talks about, and that the hopelessness and helplessness could lead to suicide, right? Uh, we see that suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the U.S., and that the fourth leading cause of death uh, among adolescents, actually. Um, we the good news is that during this past couple of years has actually been a decrease in suicide. I don't know if it's because we hear that a lot of people talking about family and connection, and uh, um, I think COVID brought more attention to that. Right. But that's the good news. But it's still an alarming number of uh, 2019. We have 47,511 people uh, that committed suicide. So it's still a huge number. Before you go further, let me <laughs> let me let Liz pray, and then we dive in some more into the topic. Oh my goodness, guys! Fasten your seatbelts. This is going to be a really, really, really good ride. Okay. <laughs> Let's bow our heads for prayer now. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for um, the bodies that you have created. Um, you've made us so intricate and amazing, and um, we want to stay in touch with you as our creator. And so as we are reading your word and also just discussing our, our mind, um, may you guide our thoughts, may you give us understanding and wisdom, and may we just continue to grow in the knowledge of you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I think I already got excited, right? <laughs> you were off and running. So I think we're ready now to go to our first question. And our first verse here, and we're reading from 1 John. So you want to grab your Bibles there. And we're in the first chapter reading verses 5 to 7. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you, God is light and there is no darkness in him, in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So our tip here is healthy community fights off depression. 
And our question is, in what ways does intentional fellowship fight off depression? Wow. Um, you know, Patricia, I, I think I want you to tell me or tell us, do, do you actually, uh, is this a big stretch from me um, looking at um, light and love and fellowship and forgiveness and all of these um, soft skills, as it were, spiritual skills um, to fight off depression? Is that a stretch? And do you actually see a connection with um, the book of John as a therapeutic, um, spiritual upliftment for people um, struggling with low moods and just in a dark place? Mm -hmm. So I am extremely excited to have this conversation. You guys see every time I talk about this, I get really excited because for me, it's just so amazing when I see um, the people of God talking about those topics, those practical topics. When you look at the Bible, the Bible is very practical. So there are messages there. And for me in this in this field, uh, it's amazing because when I go to conferences and even uh, when I I have to attend to some courses and I'm like, you know, it's amazing to me to see there are a lot of things that are here. God had already said it. Right. So you find all those practical principles in the Bible and uh, it's just amazing. So it's not a stretch. We have so many messages in the Bible that if we take the time to dissect, you know, and again, our God is a practical God. It's okay. a very practical God. No, no, does fellowship, having people you could go hang out with, having people you could sing with, having people you could call upon and who call upon you, having people you do ministry with, does that really do anything to help fight off that low-grade depression, poor mood, being in a dark place that we were talking about earlier? Does that really make a difference and how? Mm -hmm. So uh, we just read that God is light. Mm -hmm. Whenever the light comes, darkness disappears. Both cannot be together. All right. Okay. So when we hear a lot of people saying, I'm depressed, I feel like I'm in this darkness. So we know the connection of the light with darkness. So, and again, I just want to make this very clear because some people, they mention that if you are depressed because you don't have a relationship with God, mm -mm -mm -mm. Okay. that's not what we're talking about here. Okay. Uh, but fellowship. So if you are, um, if your connection with people are positive connections, that will uh, trigger uh, happy and the positive feelings. Yes. If you, your fellowship is with negative people, right? If you're in a negative environment, that's what's going to impact you. So fellowship has a lot to do with how you feel. Right. I remember I worked at a place that every time when I went, the, the environment was so hostile that I didn't feel good at all. And I had worked in other places that every time I walk in, I'm already happy because of the environment is happy. So fellowship will, has a big role to play and that we need each other. 
I know that especially during the pandemic, we all got used to be home and isolating a little bit from people. But you know, it's time for us now. Things are getting better. It's time for us to reconnect with people, and that that helps you. You go, uh, you go, you meet with somebody. You have some nice laughs and a nice conversation, relaxing conversation, and a lot of conversations with people uh, helps you also to process some things that you're going through in your life. So you being around positive people, around people that could uplift you, that could support you, that helps a lot. That will be the strength that you're going to drain from when you don't have in your own. I love that. And I love also that distinction you made that like if, if I'm clinically depressed, that does not mean I'm, I, I don't love God. It does not mean God is not in my life. It does not mean I am I have lost faith either. You know, a, a lot of a lot of times when we're clinically depressed, it's it's simply um, you know lack of chemical or imbalanced chemicals in in the brain. It, it has nothing to do with my lack of love for God. So I, I that's a really healthy and a helpful distinction because I think the the mentally um, people who are suffering from mental illness are easily maligned uh, something wrong with you as opposed to trying to figure out well, what happened to you, you know, and, and, and what professionals has God gifted to help me through this. So that's a good distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at all. We need to be compassionate with people, especially on the days that we live today, that is so much happening. We have, so we, you just have to turn on the TV to see that we have so many reasons to be depressed. So we have to be compassionate with each other. That's the love that we're going to be talking about, right? Amen. 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 Yes. Okay, let's keep going now to number our next point here. And we're going to the chapter two of First John and verse one. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. So our tip here is walking in forgiveness frees us from the darkness of guilt and shame. So question is, is understanding and accepting forgiveness a way to avoid sinking into depression? Wow. Make this connection for us, Patricia. (laughs) That's so deep. We could talk about this a whole day, but we won't. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we all have uh, experiences that we bring with us. And uh, some people bring those experiences with them for the rest of their lives. Um, those are experiences that, um, some, that bring sometimes guilt and shame and uh, impact the way we move on with our life, that impacts our relationships with people and also impact our relationship with God. Um, and that there are situations that we, the forgiveness is needed not from somebody else. It's a question that we do not forgive ourselves. So therefore that affects my, uh, my uh, self-worth 
right? The way I, I perceive my self-worth, my self-esteem, and that, that can definitely lead to depression. Um, but uh, that forgiveness is always important that uh, we not only forgive others, but we forgive ourselves. And the forgiveness sometimes is we offer Sometimes we have the perception that forgiveness is a sign of weakness, but forgiveness set us free. It's freedom. It's freedom from the guilt. It's freedom from that, uh, uh, that pain that we're feeling, from the shame that we're feeling. I, I read somewhere that unforgiveness is drinking poison, hoping that the other person will die from it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really toxic. But I, and you know what I love about this, for this first John 2, 1 passage, is what it tells us is you you're not only forgiven by God, but because He is your attorney, your go-between, there is there, there, there is this constant washing of your wrongs and a constant connecting you with God. So I think what, what, what Jesus does for us, what he does for our mental well-being. It's like you, 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 you use a beautiful word. We're free. You are free. You don't have to be stuck in, in, in the shame and guilt. So it's yes, good. Good. Absolutely. Because I know that I don't have to be right. I know that God, Jesus already did that for me. So Amen. I'm okay. Yes. Okay. Let's keep moving along here now. To, we're still in um, chapter two, and we're going to look at verse four and five. If someone claims I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Our tip here is integrity means being whole. And our question is, is there a correlation between us not honoring our own word and sinking into depression? Mm. Now, now, Patricia, I want you to walk us through this book and especially walk me through any any stretches I might be making. And, and the connection I saw with this is when you keep promising to do things and you don't do it, you feel rotten inside and you begin to see yourself as a liar. And that's lack of integrity. And the word of integrity means basically being whole. And in, in, in my layperson's mind, when you keep doing that and you keep feeling rotten inside, it, it brings you into a dark place because you begin seeing yourself like a liar and a loser. Is I might help me again. Tell me if that's a good connection I'm making in mm-hmm. terms of integrity and one's mental health, well-being. Right. So usually people who lie, or you know, sometimes we just like to make up, put makeup in our truth, right? Uh, is because that is there are some underlying issues there. So we are trying to avoid something, or we're gonna try. We are trying to hide something. I'm gonna bring that to very practical um, uh, things, right? Like social media, for example. I see that a lot of people they get depressed when they are in social media, and that they see that everybody's life is so perfect and that's so great. And uh, a lot of people try to do that. They try to per- portray something that is not real because they are trying to hide something. 
something. To keep that image is very stressful because you know what the truth is. And you try now you created a situation and you try to make a connection between what you want people to see and what is, what is the reality about your life. So that only increases only increases the tension and the, the depression that you have and whatever feelings that you have that, okay, I, I am not, I'm here hiding something, portraying something. So the Bible says that truth will set us free. Truth is freedom, right? And uh, we have, especially as Christians, we have to acknowledge that we are not perfect and it is okay not to be perfect, right? God is the only one who is perfect. You're, you're jumping on an issue I didn't even think about in terms of um, this whole thing about integrity because it's sad though that we then be, we look at, we, we go on Facebook or Instagram and we see people taking these mad cool vacations. We see them in the latest outfits. Um, and then we begin to feel depressed because we're like, oh, my life is just, my life just sucks. Mm -hmm. you know? And what's sad about that is we know some of these people are cropping their pictures. They're making stuff up. And so, so in other words, you are getting depressed over another person's life. Mm -hmm. which which does not make sense mm -hmm. and, and so i like my friends that are honest with themselves and they're like you know what i'm gonna just quit social media for a while i'm gonna take a break i i i you know because i don't want to keep feeling bad about myself until you get to the place where you realize look i love where i am in life and i love who i am and i'm, I'm not gonna crop stuff i'm not gonna just portray the best of my life i what i like to do with facebook um, I like to sometimes portray even the rotten things that's happening to, 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 to me and to us. One time somebody, um, one of our rental properties, somebody was mad with the, um, the girl who lived there. She and her boyfriend got away and he took a car and he drove it into the house, just drove it into the crazy house. Mm. And so I, I put the video, you know, because life is not perfect. A lot of times it just stinks. Um, and so people need to people need to see the authentic, real you. But then here's here's the other big picture, Patricia, which you're bringing up. You don't have to keep living your life um, to be validated by strange people. Somebody's opinion does not have to become your reality. Um, and I think that's the big takeaway I'm getting from what you're sharing. That's that's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and my biggest, I think the biggest point here is that be the integrity has to come with yourself right and also acknowledging that a lot of hardships that we go through a lot of imperfections that we go through god wants to transform this as a that as a tool so we can be used as a testimony for other people because if he was able to work my imperfections he can do for anybody else hallelujah yes. wow are you a therapist or a preacher <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> this is good. Maybe I can do both. <laughs> keep rolling along here. This is good. We want to get more in um, before our time runs out. So let's go to First John um, chapter two, verse nine. If anyone claims I am living in the light but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. So our tip is unforgiveness is a heavy burden. It truly is on ourselves. 
Um, so our question is, do you see a connection between holding resentment and unforgiveness against others and depression? So the, the distinction here with this question, Patricia, to the other one, is the, the first forgiveness question dealt with receiving forgiveness from God, right? Um, and, and again, that's why I'm so, I'm so watchful with what I call spiritual abuse. People who go into church settings and they're constantly condemned. Hmm. They're constantly told about how sinful they are and how rotten they are. And it's almost as if they're serving this big, bad, ugly God. This verse, though, I'm now dealing with holding on re to resentment. And I think we kind of dealt with it earlier, but I don't know if you have any other thing to add about the way holding on and hanging on to resentment poisons our own life. Right. So the Bible, God talks about be a gratitude and have a heart of joy and thanksgiving because when we are in that in that uh experience of worshiping thanksgiving gratitude and joy that's when we really can see god's grace in our lives right in other words we can focus on the positive on the blessings that god has given to us what happens to resentment it really takes to this negative place where you start looking at the negative of everything and uh, even though god is blessing you in other areas you cannot see it because you're so tied up in that particular thing the particular issue and uh, the more we we talk about the uh uh the connection of our thoughts our feelings and our behaviors right sometimes we behave a certain way but that doesn't start with the behavior that is started a long time ago it started with our thoughts so you keep thinking about that issue you keep thinking about that those things and then it starts developing negative feelings and uh can you believe that is so that's so powerful that can also affect your health, your physical health, because your brain, your body released um, some uh, chemicals, negative chemicals that would decrease your immune system. So you see how strong and how powerful resentment and unforgiveness it is. So we, and I know I understand that sometimes it's so hard for us to get rid of those feelings and that uh, we may be uh, carrying things in our lives that some resentments that uh, we don't even remember um, where it's coming from. That's why sometimes it's so important to look for uh, uh, a therapist so you can discuss, go through some things, some experiences that you've been in the past, because sometimes you're displaying some behaviors and you can identify where that is coming from. So resentment you described like with unforgiveness as a poison, and it really is, it's just to start growing, 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 growing and is extremely unhealthy for you psychologically spiritually and physically that's true because unforgiveness is never stagnant resentment is never stagnant it, it doesn't just stay in a corner it it always grows or if you don't want it to then you have to choose to release it and i'm mm -hmm. going to take that away from you so that's that's rich that's rich J let's jump to that third, that first john three question 
Yes, so um, this has definitely be I can, um, a real gift and to hear what you're saying. And wow, here we are onto our last question already in 1 John um, chapter 3, verse 1. See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Mm. So our tip here is love is light to a darkened heart. So our question is, do we realize that gaining an understanding of how loved we are by God will lift us out of a state of depression? Wow. This is my question. Give it to us, Miss Patricia. This you is know, um, God's love is so amazing that we cannot even explain or comprehend right? We live in a world that everything is so, um, we are so selfish and so self-centered that it's easy for us to love things that brings benefits for us. But we, God, we don't have to worry about that. He loves us just because, just because he's our father, just because he created us and he loves us unconditionally, just the way we are. Usually when we are depressed, uh, we feel unloved, we feel lonely, uh, we feel isolated, but to know that we have a father who loves us unconditionally, that we can just go to him and that he will receive us. It's so comforting. Just think about when you're not feeling too good about yourself, that you called somebody in your family that loves a lot, right? Your mom, your dad, or a uh, uh, brother or sister, somebody that will reaffirm you, that will make you feel loved, that will make you feel good. So that's what love does for us. And that is so important that today, looking at the world in general, where we are all going through so much, there are so much, sometimes I see a lot every day, but it still breaks my heart sometimes when I see the things that people are going through, we definitely have to practice what we preach. We really need to make an effort to uh, love people and love has this power to transform lives and to save lives. When you love somebody, you can save lives. We see examples sometimes, the stories of, um, there was one story another day that I saw this person, this woman that uh, this guy killed her son and then she actually forgave him and she started visiting him in prison and uh, helping him and the transformation that brought to his life. So forgiveness and love is extremely powerful and uh, can set us free. Um, it can really restore lives, literally, and save lives. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. This is rich. Thank you so much, Patricia. This has been a gift to hear all of these very um, practical tips that are right here for us from God's word yes. that we can grow and to help our minds um, stay on track and to um, be in the light. <laughs> so um, we are um, going to close now with a prayer. Um, before we do that, though, we are having our episode 33. Is 33. So, Dexter, what is episode 33? Right. So, we're going to, we're going to be um, merging second and third John. 
And we'll be talking about relationship, deepening your relationship and fighting off safeguarding our relationship. That's second and third John. And we bring in some friends to talk about, okay, how do you intentionally grow friendships? How do you protect friendships? Um, and how does second and third John speaks to that? So please stay tuned. Yes. Okay. And we want to remind you also to, um, you know, this airs every Sunday evening at 7.30. Um, but of course, it's on plantationsda.tv. So you can share it with your friends and family if you've been blessed and um, continue to help others in their journey and their walk with God. Um, let us just close now with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, again, we want to thank you for the gift of your word and how it can help us to grow. And thank you for um, how you've um, been with Patricia too, and you've um, given her this gift of helping other people through her work. And pray that you continue to bless her and her ministry that she's doing. And um, uh, may we um, continue to grow in your love. Um, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Patricia. Thank you, guys. May God continue to bless your ministry. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Plantation SDA Church presents The Bible Unmasked. Read your Bible daily and join us every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. for our weekly discussion. From Genesis to Revelation, Let's read the Bible in themes with season two of the Bible Unmasked.